Hi everyone, welcome to episode 35 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I am Kenneth Chu, the host. So welcome, welcome. It's a brand new season with a brand new look. As you can see in the frame, I have a brand new logo uh, which is over here. Let me see where <laughs> So, and also why is it a brand new season? Because um, for me, I took a month break um, because my book was released, my book finally is out and um, I just want to share with you guys that um, it's out, it's here, it's, this is my book, yes, Mother Industrialist. So I'm so happy that my book is finally out and, um, and why I took a long break, uh, one, one month break because, uh, because the book is out, I'm sending the book to, my, um, to, to the people who have pre-ordered my book. At the same time, also to think of new strategy and also to uh, gather all the new guests that will be coming in for the new season. But today is not about me. Today is about this really, really awesome guest that I met her through a mommy support group. And uh, after I got to know her, I, I was really, really intrigued by the business that she started. And she's very, very inspiring. And she's a mompreneur with two beautiful children, and she's the founder of Symphony Sensation. And today's topic we're going to talk about is how essential oil changed my life and my children's. So without further ado, let us welcome Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for Thank making you. time. Uh, thanks for making time to come onto my show. I know that you have um an appointment to rush after this, but really, really. Glad that you make time for it. And um, as, as, as a tradition, before we kick start with the show, uh, that uh, every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the guests and to the audience. And uh, are you ready with the question, uh, with the answer to um, the question of the day that is posted by the previous guest? Yes. Okay. So the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, as a leader or a mompreneur, what are you doing to foster or encourage innovation in your business? So I repeat again, as a leader or a mompreneur, what are you mm -hmm. doing to foster or encourage innovation in your business? So you got it? Yes, I got okay. it. So spend some time to think about it while I go onto Facebook Live to check if we are live successfully and if, we, um, if our audio are good to go. Okay, is that good? Okay. So, okay. So I'll come back to you. Yeah. Okay. Let me go and check. So going into Facebook. In the meantime, we can see if anyone is coming on live, and we can uh, maybe uh, share with them. Okay. See myself. Okay, I see someone logging in, coming on live. Let me see if the sound. Okay, I can hear myself. Okay, I can hear you. Good. So, um, Nicole, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Yes, I am. Okay, so uh, share it with, uh, with us. Okay, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Kenneth for inviting me for today's Facebook Live, all right? So as a leader, one of the things, or I would say a few things that I will do is, um, I think very importantly is we need to set aside time. If we want creativity in our life, if we want to have more ideas to bring our business to the next level, we need to set aside time. And when I say set aside time means, for example, you block out certain days in a week just to brainstorm. So it could be, you know, for, for yourself, you know, you do it alone or you have a community to brainstorm with you. I mean, just like, you know, most of us came from corporate. Don't we always, don't you also have, you know, corporate meetings where your boss would like to sit down with you to launch project A, project B. So it, it is the same thing. So, um, you know, when you have people with you, that is power. So you need to set aside time. So like, for example, for my business, I set aside time for what we call coaching. Mm. 
So every Monday, I set aside coaching with my leaders. Uh, sometimes it might seem that like, okay, every week we are doing the same thing. Okay, but sometimes it's like suddenly okay, I have this idea. Why don't we go for this uh, event? Why don't we do a pet workshop using essential oils? Right? Or why don't we do a, a charity event together? And then uh, we massage the elderly. Uh, that is more for awareness. We, we don't go there to sell anything, but it's really some ideas. And sometimes you go there, you know old friends, you get reconnected. That's really very you know, interesting. So I think uh, set aside time or you can um, implement something. Like a few years ago, I learned something uh, where you can actually spend some time every day to come up with five new ideas for your business yeah so i learned all this from books so reading books is also very important so if yeah if anybody would like to have some tips i would suggest that you read a lot to get ideas all right you implement a block time um, it's more like a habit and also if you want to be uh, you know, if you're a startup and you really need a lot of idea, then for a start, every day you set aside a journal, a book to have like five daily ideas. Some of the ideas could be repeat, could be very old fashioned, but it doesn't matter. You know, you just list it down and you can revisit them when you are more mature into the business. And sometimes new idea does pop up along the way. Mm, good, good. Thanks, Nicole, for sharing your answer to the question of the day. And uh, I, I totally agree with you that um, the coaching with your team team members and also reading a book like for me uh, when I started my business reading is really the most important thing and also reading from people that inspire you especially in business and I like the idea of having five daily ideas that will help in your business and really thanks a lot for sharing um, your answers uh, to the question of the day and now we can officially kickstart the show so Nicole um, maybe I just need you to to move the screen because now you're like Falling. Very yes, small. correct. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm only okay. like the head is being cut off. Okay, good. So now we can officially uh, officially uh, kickstart the show, and maybe you can do a short introduction about yourself. What were you doing prior to you setting up your business, and uh, what are you doing currently, and what is your business all about, and where are you from, and maybe a a bit of background about yourself. Okay, good. So I will share and along the way, if you think you would like to ask more questions, feel free to stop me and I will answer your question. Definitely. All right. So uh, for me, I was a HR resourcing manager before entering into doTERRA. So I was doing recruitment for 10 years. Okay. So during these 10 years, I think a lot of people, they are not aware. I actually went through retrenchment. I was retrenched because of the Lehman Brothers uh, crisis. Mm -hmm. I was being forced to convert, which means I was hired as a permanent, but because I was pregnant and I was very, very new into the company. And uh, back then the policy was, you need to be in the company for six months before you can have any mm -hmm. maternal benefit. So they decided, okay, Nicole, why don't you go back and you come back two weeks later as a temp. Okay. So, um, I, I didn't know how much they're going to pay me. Is it $7 per hour? Is it 10 Is it $12 per hour? But um, when they asked me to leave as a permanent and come back as a contract, I didn't, I didn't uh, want to take that option. Mm. Okay. And then the third, then the, third, um, the third one that I experienced was termination. Wow. I think you couldn't believe it because this round, I was pregnant the second time. <laughs> And I always tell my husband, you know, every time I got pregnant, I get into trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was being terminated because I was in my third trimester. Mm. And I think my boss back then, she was very new. She was very eager to bring in profit for the company. Mm. And I told her that, you know, you can't actually terminate me in my third trimester. Yeah. And after that, uh, she actually paid me the full five months benefit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so in my 10 years of HR career, although I do recruitment, I recruit people, I give people their dream jobs, I lost my dream job a few times, right? So I can say that there is no job security these days. Mm. Okay, so that was how um, before I hit the age of 40, mm. I decided, hey, you know, if I don't take the step now to look for something different to look for something that is within my control then when 
so that that was how I embarked uh, into this journey. Yeah. So uh, what I did was I didn't, of course, jump into entrepreneurship immediately. So what I did was I actually had a full time job, and I actually converted myself to a part time job first because I I needed the security, right? I needed the pay uh, for the housing and all the expenses. And then from there, I actually uh, started my own business mm. at my own pace. So from afternoon to night time. So in the daytime, I, I have a job from let's say nine to one, and after one pm, I'm free to to do my own business and do my own plan. So what were you doing uh, during the day from the nine to one? I, I guess oh, a lot of audience will be curious, like how to get <laughs> such job that you do work half a day. And stuff like that, you can uh, focus on something else. It's also a recruitment job. So if let's say you are a headhunter mm. or you are a recruitment, you can actually do a part-time uh, contract. Mm. Yeah, or oh, which okay. means you can do a part-time placement. Mm. <clears throat> yep. Okay, good. So mm. I, I, I'm, I just want to move back to the part where you say that like you felt you were like maybe like unlucky that when you got mm. pregnant and things happened and stuff like that and mm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong um, you were saying that uh, the, the, the previous company terminated you because you were pregnant so you, yeah yeah and and I, I, I get that a lot of, from a lot of mothers who wanted to go back to the workforce uh, because previously they were terminated or they were kind mm. of like forced to go when, yeah. when the bosses or the company knows that they're pregnant so is, is it a common thing that you see around your friends that are facing, especially when they got pregnant and suddenly their, their job, um, that's, I would say, unstable or they, uh, they are seeing some uh, signs that they're going to lose the job? Is it, uh, maybe from your experience, from your friends and even for yourself, because, because you experience that. And it's mm. every time you like you 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 pregnant with your first one and the third trimester yeah. and the second second uh, child and you also face this issue. Yep. So this, this so maybe you can share your thoughts like like it. We we know that a lot of employees are encouraging, but not all employees are that. And and for me, maybe um from a business standpoint or em employer, uh definitely there's they have their own reason of doing that. But what is the, the your feel upon this movement or this action that they are taking upon um, like women uh, when they are pregnant, the job is at risk? Okay, uh, maybe I share from a HR previous experience mm. that would be the best. Yes. So for example, if you go into the workforce, if let's say you opt for a full-time uh, job okay or what we call a full-time contract mm -hmm. versus if you were to take up a contract contract job which means people only hire you on a six months basis four months basis or one year fixed term contract mm. of course you know if you were to compare both then the one with the one year contract has no job security yeah mm. that is why as a recruiter previously i face a lot of challenges because there's no job security mm. yeah and you yes, maybe your, the you mean for yourself or for the people that you're going to recruit? For an, for anybody, for anybody who takes up a one year contract, yeah. Mm. So uh, I'm having challenges challenges to recruit this type of people to want to take up my one year contract mm. because they will feel that oh, then one year later, what do you do with me? Yeah, I'm left with no no job, stranded. So the common challenges that I face is, um, yes, they will take it up. Then after that, they will leave. Right, mm. we'll look for a full time job. So that's mm. a challenge of a recruiter. Mm. Then, of course, as a mummy, as someone who is pregnant, if they take up a job like this, like a one year contract, mm. and after that they discover they are pregnant, uh, of course, usually the, the employer will not do anything. Mm. But, you know, the employer knows that once your one year is up, you most probably haven't delivered. Mm. Mm you know, they have to let you go because it's just a one-year contract. So, yes, I think it's due to the way the business is run these days. Mm. We see a lot of this thing happening. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that, that is why I embarked into entrepreneurship because mm. I think three times is bad enough. I don't want off time. So, I must say I am lucky and unlucky. Why? Mm. Unlucky because I... I face challenges like this. Mm -hmm. I'm lucky because every time I get into trouble like this, the next job that I go into, I actually have a pay increment. Mm. Yeah. 
So, so it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing. You know, baby also bring you blessing, right? Yeah, like yeah, the Chinese yeah. day. So, yeah, I would say it's a blessing for me. But of course, nobody wants to go through this kind of trauma. We yes, call that correct. a bit of trauma, a lot of changes, a lot of uncertainty. Like being lost at the same time. Yeah. Because you, you feel that, hey, I'm, I'm pregnant now. It should be a happy thing. Why am I losing my job? <laughs> yeah. Yes, correct. So for, for a lot of people out there who are... Uh, concerned in this area then maybe my question to you is is that is there something that you want to do with your life then you know do you want to take action so for me i took action after I look, times <laughs> correct yeah i look into what are my expenses uh, what is the income what is the expenses if i'm you know not going to work mm. and i were to embark into a business how much would this business would to cost me so you have to do your own little calculation mm. your own business planning yes yes i, I yeah. guess this part is very important because i i seen a lot and i uh I talk to a lot of mothers or even parents they want to step into entrepreneurship and they just jump into it without considering the expenses or maybe uh how how, how much time or how much savings they can put into the business and stuff like that even before they jump in they just, just jump in um, most of the time when they jump in it's out of desperation like example they are jobless they are out of job and they couldn't find a job and that's where they jump into the any business that they have and uh, without thinking uh, what is the the financial what is the financial status that they are, they are at and before they jump into that so was that a cons consideration for you even before you embark into any business that that you 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 come uh come come with? Okay, yes. So for example, when I want to cut back on my pay, mm. so what I did was I did a calculation. I need to see how much I need to earn from the part time job. You know my so called minimum expenses mm. to pay for my loans, my insurance, and everything. And of course, spouse support is very important as well. Yep. You work with your spouse, right? It's not just you. You're not alone. So you can actually work with your spouse to come up with uh, what are the potential expenses that is upcoming or, you know, uh, is there anything that we can cut back on? And then can we live with this X amount of money? So when you can, then you embark into a so-called business plan, right? Which means you most maybe would have found your passion or found the right product that you would like to uh, share yeah. and from there you do a business plan and don't rush into a business plan because um, yeah finding the right product right partner it all takes time mm. right I know Singapore is very fast paced <laughs> but it all takes time I didn't jump out of my part-time job mm. immediately to do symphony sensations yeah. I, it took me actually about one year mm. Mm. To, yeah. work, to work out the uh, expenses the finances and also what it takes to, to, to start start your own business, right? Yeah, to make sure I have enough earnings from Symphony Sensation, mm. then I actually allow myself to take the next step. So mm. you have to plan, right? Because yes. yeah, every penny counts when, <laughs> when you have two children, yes. car to finance, a house to finance. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and what you say is what I realized with a lot of mom friends I work with, um, mm. uh, like they will have like a part-time job or they will still secure keep their full-time job while they kind of like like test test the traction the, the business whether there is there any traction like you say that or whether you are profiting whether you are seeing income from the business like for your business is a symphony, symphony sensation whether yes. income is coming in from there whether are you getting talks whether are you getting any any demand from providing the services of uh, selling the product that you are getting. This is what I see a lot of mompreneurs doing. And most of mm -hmm. them, um, it, it's more of a um, successful model uh, for them to do it before they, they, they forego the full-time job. And when it's, it's like having a full-time job, having a part-time business, and while, while the part-time business became a full-time income, and that's where they can forego the, the, their full-time job or maybe the job that they do not like. Like for your case, you, you had a balance, which is having a part-time job because you really work out like you have a pay cut, but you have a part-time job, but you have more time to, to spend on the business, which is, the I would say, the best balance if anyone who wants to go into entrepreneurship or even have a good idea that you want to venture in is to 
is to because when you have a full time job, there's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. There's a lot of time needed, uh, and uh, definitely, definitely, uh, that will take up a lot of your of your effort, your strength, um, and your mind of it. So, like for you, you did. Uh, I what I like about it is you did um do a part time job, and when a part time job, the responsibility is not that high, and the commitment is not that high, and that's why you can put a lot of effort onto your business. And 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 that's where we are going into and and um like today's topic is how essential oil changed my life and my children's. So maybe you can yeah. share with us that what is the business that you jump in and how did essential oil impact your life and also um also impact and change your children's life too. Okay, sure. All right. So actually, kind of um, do you know when I'm young, I actually never like to see a doctor. Yeah, I kind of you're like. Not that, no, you're not that old. So. <laughs> <laughs> young, younger, like when I was like in my teens, right? Okay. I never like to see a doctor, and mm. I kind of like self medicate with my mom advice. Mm. All right. So when I grow older, like you know, when I uh, go to work, I was okay to see a doctor mm. because why not? I I need MC anyway, right? <laughs> For my body to rest, yeah. yeah. So, um, because sometimes jobs can be very demanding, mm. they need to do a lot of OT, yeah. So, as you can see, actually, since young, I've been advocating a drug free environment, mm. but actually, I, I wasn't aware, yeah, until like maybe uh, three years ago, okay. So, actually, what happened was three years ago, uh, I was using essential oils, but I was just a user, I never took essential oils very seriously mm. okay so um it was actually honestly just for the aroma mm. and i tell you sometimes uh, the universe has planned for you so mm. a few months after using the oils i had a very very serious eczema and shingle outbreak mm. okay it was so bad that i scratched my skin mm. and uh, it bleeds all the time so if i wear my pants the wound will stick on the pants. Mm. Yeah. And after that, it became so bad that I, in fact, has no breakfast to eat. Wow. Okay. So what, what do I mean? Which means, for example, if I eat roti plata, mm. if I eat bread, anything mm. that is gluten, oh. I, I will flare up. So it's the gluten that, that, that trigger that. Correct. Correct. And of course, I have, I have an option, right? I can always take steroid. Mm. Yeah. But I, I didn't want the side effect of a steroid. Mm. Okay, so uh, I actually, what I did was, I actually just used some common sense. Okay, common sense in the sense that I went to research, okay, what is gluten-free, number mm. one. And I went to research, okay, what are the things that I can eat without having me to have all this trigger again. Yeah. yeah. So I actually had a very, very clean diet for three months. Mm. And, and every time I go for a corporate talk, I always joke and I always uh, will show my photo. Um, but I think this photo is a bit dark. Most mm. probably people can't see well. Yeah. Okay, I actually slim down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's in, a good one for asking yes, for ladies. Yes, in, in three months. So actually, the intention was not to slim down. The intention mm. was just to detox so that my eczema doesn't come back. Mm. Right. And today, if you, you know, come to look for me personally, I don't have any broken skin or mm. any uh, wound that sticks to my pants. Mm. Okay. So for me now, it caused a lot of uh, convenience for me and not just for me. I would say it, it created a lot of um, convenience for my children as well. Mm. Yeah. For the past three years, because for the past three years, me and my two children, we have been doctor free. Mm. Yeah, so it changed our life because I'll give you an example. Like my daughter, she is now primary five. Okay, she's able to help herself with simple primary issues. Primary five like is uh, 11, 11, 11 years, years old. old. Okay. Yeah, she's 11 years old. She's able to help herself with the simple issue like a cut mm. or a tummy ache. Mm. She knows exactly which oil to go for. So, in fact, she didn't come to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because it's and very last, accessible, right? And it's yes, yes, natural. She just go to my box of uh, essential oils mm. and she get all the things that she wants. Wow. That, that is something that you cannot do, especially with medicine, uh, like Western mm. medicine. Because Western medicine, you need to know the effects and there's always, there's always side effects to, to a medication. And uh, it's also it's like, like um, what do you call that? Um, massive massive consumption uh, is not possible also. 
but essential mm. oil is 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 possible, right? Yeah, it's natural. Mm. Yeah, and I know that once she touched my oil, um, I, I'm I feel more safe, and mm. she know what to do. Yeah, yeah, if let's say, you know, something goes wrong, right? So last week she was packing her luggage for mm. a student exchange program. Mm. So she's going China. Wow. So she came, yeah. So so she came to me and say, "Hey, mommy, you know, let's discuss what oil can I bring for <laughs> myself and my roommate and my teacher. Let's do that." <laughs> Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm very happy because she's she's so empowered. Mm. Okay, and as for my son, before Dotera, whenever he has fever, mm. the first thing what would normal parents do? Normal doctor, parents right? would have doctor. medicine. Yeah, yeah. doctor. Then uh, take uh, if let's say it's high fever, Even, they would. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. So for me, uh, previously I was sent him to a GP. We have a so-called family doctor. Mm. Okay, but I know, but I noticed three years ago when I do that, every time he, you know, visit a doctor, he take the medication. Mm. He's very lethargic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But for now, even if he has fever now, when I use the oils on him, he's still able to play and mm. do his homework. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important thing. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So so when I see drastic differences like this, I know I'm on the right track to empower them with the drug-free environment. Mm. Yeah. And kind of you know what? When mm. our children are empowered with the knowledge to yeah. use the oils, do you think they will teach <laughs> the children how to use the oils? Yes, definitely. Say, oh I use this, I'll get well, and stuff yeah. like that. And I, I say that I can say that once the children are empowered with this, this kind of skill to take care of themselves. Uh, it will free a lot of our time as parents also, right? Like you do not have to always like in the middle of the night bring them to A&E in the hospital and wait for the doctor to come to you and stuff like that. It's really time consuming and I would say uh, it saves a lot of money at the same time. No, it saves you a lot of heartache. Heart, yeah, heart, heartache of what? Of, of like, you know, you see them going through the pain, don't oh, you yeah. feel very heartache? All right. that, that's the most, yeah. that's the most hurt. Hurting, hurting part. Mm. You see them going through all the, the, the sickness and illness and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, but I, I agree with you. Um, not just about the heartache. I, you know, the time spending there. I mm. could be resting. You know, right. have a peace of mind. So, I mean, we we get to choose, right? So now I have a peace of mind compared to previously. I'm always anxious and mm. a lot of heartache. Oh, okay. Where are you pain? And the worst <laughs> thing is that. Grandma, the grandfather, yeah. the grandparents will come after you. Okay, how 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 are they? Yes. You know, the more they ask, the more panic you feel. Correct. Yeah. So so you save you a lot of heartache. Yeah. And of mm. course, time, money, and a trip down to the A and E as yeah. well. I agree with you. Uh, I never thought of the grandparents coming in and and asking you how are they. Like because recently my daughter has cough and it it kind of come back and on and off. And um, like my mother-in-law has to has to bring her to see the doctor where um, because I'm uh, I'm having an appointment. My wife is at work, so she has to bring her to see the doctor. And after that, doctor, we're going to bring her to another to see another doctor. So it's 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 really it's like they they always say that it takes a village to raise a kid, which is pretty true. Your in-laws come in, your parents come in, you yourself, your your other uh, siblings also come to help out. So I I, I guess it's like. To, to empower our children with the skill to take mm. care of themselves is very very important and um, like essential oils is natural you're able to help them to have remedy and they you don't you, you don't have to worry that they feel lethargic they feel like very very restless and not able to still uh, maybe as as per normal but mm. like like you say that when when your when your son is having is using the essential oil for for whatever sickness that he has is and he still can um can react normally and she uh, he can play he can um he can talk and stuff like that which is less heartache and you know that this is natural and it's getting well so um and, and that that's also the reason why i invited you onto the show and also to share and to share with a lot of parents who are listening or who are watching that there's a there's a better way out into uh, taking care of your kids, especially in the more natural way. So um, so my my I, I'm I'm curious that what makes you step into entrepreneurship instead of a job? Although you have mentioned like after three times you already face it, but why why didn't you, why why didn't you went to find another job? Uh, maybe the next job will be 
better, maybe get more wealth, more uh, highly paid. So why is that so? Is that a very, very good reason? Mm, okay, I think for most people here, if uh, the audience are mompreneur, I think a lot of times uh, what we want is we want more time with our children, right? So a mompreneur journey is, is not easy, okay? But, you know, you actually get to work your schedule around your children. Mm. So, so that is something very uh, amazing. And I think maybe from young, I, I always wanted to have my own business. Mm. And that is why, uh, yeah, I set up on my own business. And I, I feel that, okay, I think the most amazing part is I never felt that I'm working a single day for the past mm. three years. Yeah. You know, you know how I feel? I only feel that, oh, I'm just, you know, meeting up with friends to catch up for coffee, yes. to share with them what I do. And also and chatting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a catch up. You, you catch up with friends again. You uh, rekindle all the relationship with your friends. That's mm. number one. Okay. Number two, you have more time with your family. Mm. Okay. And number three, you're, you're in control. Yes, yes, uh, definitely. Yeah. They always say health is wealth, right? Correct. So, so so it's the same. You you have actually uh, the control of doing what you want to do. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And and I like I like about that when you say that being in control because I I realized and working with mompreneurs for the past nine to ten years I realized that they have total control because um when you're entrepreneur uh, you are living time on your uh, living life on your own terms and you are in control of the time like you can schedule maybe in the morning um. Uh, to work on your business while the in the afternoon after your children are off from school, you can spend time with them, and uh in the evening you can have dinner with them, and at night when they when when they are going to bed, uh, get getting ready for the next day of school, you can start working on your business. So everything is in your in your control, and this is something that being in the job you will not be able to have because, uh, being in the job that your time is your boss's time. Your time is the company's time. You are not in control at all. Although that <clears throat> people always say that, oh, our time, we are, our work time is from nine to six. But let me mm. ask all, all the audience out there, especially the working moms, do you ever work from nine to six? There's only a very small portion of people that has that luxury of working from nine to six. But most of us, uh, most of the working parents, they have to work from nine to nine most of the time. Am I right to say that? I believe back then in banking, you have to work from <laughs> 9 to 9. And sometimes maybe even midnight because may, maybe some, some urgent stuff come in. And, and, your, your, and your poor children will be at home waiting for mommy to come back, waiting for daddy to come back. But by the time when you reach back home, they, were, they are asleep. And only the weekends, you get to spend more time with them. But most of the time when during the weekends, the parents want time back for themselves because if you, oh, I'm so depleted, I have no time for myself, I do not have me time. And that's where uh, a lot of times our children are being uh, ignored or forgotten and stuff like that. And over time, the guilt will start to start to rise over, over the time. And, you, and, and this is something that I, I feel that if any mothers or any working parents are facing this, do consider entrepreneurship or do consider to, to take some time off to build something on your own. Yeah, yeah. totally agree with that. Uh, for me, I, I actually get to spend some time with my children after work, but that is because I bring my laptop home. Mm, but you're yeah. still doing work, right? <laughs> yes. So after I spend some time with them, I work until 11 p.m., mm. 1 a.m. And then the mm. next day, you still go to work at 8 a.m., right? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say I have a life back then. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes, totally agree. Because that, yeah. that, that is, um, even let's say you go reach back home, like you mentioned, most working parents, the work never stops. And the commitment is there. The responsibility is there. And if your your company culture is something that your bosses want you to work twenty four seven because they work twenty four seven, they expect you to work twenty four seven to reply yeah. your email anytime when you receive one. So which yeah. is which is very challenging for a lot of parents who who wanted to spend more time with their children. And like for you, over time, I believe that you burn out physically, yes. mentally, emotionally. Because yeah. it's not just not spending time with your children. It's also not spending time with your spouse, your husband. Because yes. yeah. um, for mother, as a parent, we always put a lot of our time. Even even we left with so little time, we will spend all this little time with our children. And we've forgotten our spouse, our partner. 
So that's where uh, that's where I see a lot of social issues arise, a lot of concern, and mm. that's why for me, um, uh, uh, um, the reason why I do mother industrialist live show is to, and also to interview mom Krenow to share the stories that they are in control, and all this can be can be resolved by uh pursuing something that you're passionate about. And I like the part where you say that these three years of you stepping into entrepreneurship. It's not work at all. You you basically to you yeah. you love what you're doing. You can do it twenty four seven, and it and you are in control because you are able to spend time with your children. And this is something that I want all mothers or all parents to be able to have that freedom, and also mm-hmm. having something that you're passionate about that that you you can um you can do it um happily and also passionately and and nevertheless also to help other parents or help people out there like for your business um why are you so passionate about educating people about essential oil okay um i think kenneth i think most of um i mean one most important factor for me is sometimes you get this thing called a uh, sense of satisfaction mm. okay i'll give you example you know these days people are going for na- a more natural product mm. you know for example like 10 years ago TCM. Okay, we all know TCM. Yeah, traditional Chinese. Yeah, medicine. traditional yeah. Chinese medicine, right? So, but you actually never find them in hospital. Mm, yep. Yeah? Yep. Okay. But these days, uh, you do see TCM department coming up. They're getting more mm. and more widely accepted. Recognized and accepted. Yeah. And and all this is what? It is true education. Mm. Yeah? Yes. Okay, so I must say that sometimes uh, you know, sometimes I have a call and say, oh, can you go and help this auntie or mm. help this grandma? She has gout pain. She has this pain. Mm. You know, you really uh, will rush down and send them the oils to help them. Mm. I think one of the most satisfied testimony that I had was a high blood pressure case mm. where I actually, uh, because this guy is not working, mm. so I actually gifted him a roller bottle that I mixed the oils for him. Mm. Okay, and he actually applied it for I think about two weeks and he actually wrote me a very very nice thank you note mm. uh, that I helped him to lower his high blood pressure so these are the satisfaction that you know money can't buy correct, correct. yeah and, and that's why I do what I do yes yes and I, I can feel that because uh, I've attended your workshop and I, I've seen the testimonials and this is why like, like for me, you talk you talk about uh, TCM. Like ten years ago, TCM was not mm-hmm. was not even you can't even get an um MC the medical certification yes. from TCM. Yes. But now you can, and it's being recognized. And it, it and 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 it take them about ten years or more than ten years to be recognized, especially in Singapore. And uh and now um they are getting more recognized, and even hospital have TCM department that's growing, and um and you also see like. Like even a uh, sports athlete, they are also having all the bakwan, like all the cupping from TCM, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and like they are foreigners, they are Americans, they, they even Michael Phelps have, have the cupping also for him. So you see that it's being recognized internationally, but there's still a lot of natural pathway or holistic, uh, health practitioner that that are are still working very low profile, like like essential oil, although it has been around for many years, but it's still something that. That is still not really widely recognized. People know about essential oil, but how deep it is. It's also the mm. same like you say that um you mentioned that a lot of people are going more natural, more healthy. That's where yeah. organic food comes in. It's the same like TCM. Ten years ago, nobody knows exactly what is organic food. But now people know about organic stuff, uh, products and services. But um then that's where we need to dive in how deep like this product, what how many percentage is the raw material or the material that used is organic or the bottle is organic or stuff like that. So there's more details to that. But it's, it's a good sign. But it, it takes a lot of effort for all this education to come in. And um, and I, I can see how passionate uh, that, that you are in educating people because you are, you are not giving them the fish. You are teaching <laughs> them how to fish, yes. which is empowering them with the skill and knowledge to be able to, uh, to, to do remedy instantly because like if every one of us are trained in the natural pathway to be able to to uh treat ourselves in the maybe maybe or for the minor illnesses and in the natural way, then most of us will be in a much healthier state to even take care of our children, especially for parents. 
like um, I always like this analogy that I always share this example, which is when you take a flight, you always uh, during the flight instruction you will see that when when uh when there's any lack of oxygen you need to put the mask on yourself before you put on your on your child. So it's the same thing with with healthcare. Like if you have to save yourself before you go and save your kids, so it's to empower yourself with the skill and knowledge of healthcare or even to, to use essential oil, then you can save your children. Like for your case, you help yourself in your eczema and now you are, you are imparting these skills, these life skills to your children. Now your, your daughter can, can pack all this essential oil, this simple healthcare kit uh, for a excursion, for her uh, exchange program and stuff like that, which is very empowering. I, I wish that my daughter can do that. I wish that more children can be empowered. And and, and that's where I, I find that this very um very I'm very passionate in in, in um putting this across to a lot of um, parents out there. And why is it important for parents to learn about essential oil? And this is something that maybe you can share more on that. Hmm. Okay, I think earlier you talked about the mass and uh example right. that 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 is the best. Hmm. Yeah, because it's only when we parents we we have the knowledge and then we can pass it down. So imagine um my daughter is 11 years old, right? Hmm. So I have the knowledge. I didn't really sit down with her, sit her on the table and start educating her, hmm. but it is true you know, the past three years, she'd see what I do. She'd see, mm. okay, if I want to sleep better, deeper, I can use oils like lavender, mm. cedar wood, for example. Yes. If I have tummy ache, what are the oils that I use? If mm. if the brother have, you know, fall down, what, what other oils she can, you know, mm. help him, right? Mm. So she's only 11 years old. Mm. And, and in time to come, she will be, you know, educating more people. And from now until her adulthood, there's so much more for her. All right. Yeah, so my, my job is to uh, create awareness mm. by teaching classes. Mm. That is why I, I don't restrict my classes to just kids' health. I When I go to corporate, I teach basic introduction to essential oils. Mm. I talk about pain management, stress management. Yeah, and of course, there are also athletes, uh, MMA champions mm. who also uses uh, our company product wow. and also uses essential oil themselves to help themselves. So, yep. So, so that's what I do. Mm. And, and, and that is, that is something that I always, uh, and that was, that was a thing that when we, when we met in, in this mommy support group and you start mm. sharing and I got intrigued because of the natural pathway. Because for me, um, Western medicine, I, I don't like that because there's always side effects and always make me lethargic. And uh, mm. in the past, uh, I'm, uh, I work as a salesperson. So salesperson, we need to go out, we need to drive. So at any point of time that we take medication, we get drowsy. Most of the medication is drowsy, especially if you have flu, you have fever and all that. You will make yourself drowsy and you're not able to perform at work. And that's where um, I've been, been going for TCM for the longest longest time ever since because it, it kind of built up my immunity and mm. it does address some instant issue like my body is more heaty and that's why I always have cupping just to, to get all the all the heatiness out and stuff like that. So so this is very natural and I don't get drowsy. Although my, my, my clients will be saying, hey, kind of what you just went for cupping and all that stuff. But it's not something, or the, the, the smell of traditional Chinese medicine, which is still okay, rather than me being drowsy and, and not performing, not able to drive and stuff like that. Or maybe I have to, to um, we'll, we'll, we'll have uh, most of my appointment cancelled because I'm not, not driving, I'm drowsy and stuff like that. And maybe yeah. I will be on bed for two to three days to, 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 to recover. So that's where my, 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 I would say that for me, I, I go by the natural way, uh, mm. as, as drug free as possible. So, yeah. uh, and, and that also, uh, bring us to, uh, how, how can, how can, uh, the audience or the parents get connected with you, Nicole? Okay, the audience can actually find me on Facebook. So maybe after um, this Facebook Live, maybe we can... Um, I will drop uh, the link to, yeah, to comment. Facebook. Yeah. Yes, correct. So you can link me out on Facebook. My, comp uh, my company is Symphony Sensations. Mm. All right. So uh, what we mainly use for our oils are not just for therapeutic purpose. It smells good as well. Yeah, yeah. So Kenneth, you don't have to worry that you don't smell good in the future. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so uh, of course, one of my vision is also to inspire women. Okay, mm. women who wants to be entrepreneur, women who wants to be mompreneur, mm. to have a good source of income that is integrated with fun. 
correct, correct. Yeah. So of course, you know, if there's mommy out there, there is any woman out there, mm. you know, who would like to find out more, they can actually reach me on my Facebook mm. and then or drop me a text and then I can link up with them. Yes, yes. I will yeah. I will drop uh I will drop um Nicole's uh Facebook, uh, uh, her Symphony Sensation Facebook link in the comment section. In fact, it's already in the description, but I will drop it again. And also, uh, thanks for Nicole, because I, I find that it's, it's very empowering, especially uh, having the skills of knowing uh, the natural pathway or uh, able to know uh, to use the essential oil to treat yourself and also to treat your children in, in uh, for the minor illnesses and that is very very important and i believe that having that skills and be able to build a business out of that and be able to educate people that is very very important as rather mm -hmm. than giving them the fish you, you teach them how to fish and this is what mm -hmm. you, you are doing by imparting all these life skills to the mothers where the mothers can pass down to um, their children at the same time so uh, time really flies and we are coming uh, almost to the end of the show so um <laughs> Now, Nicole, like, like uh, in the beginning, there's a tradition. Mm. Uh, yes. which is every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to, to the next guest. So are you ready with your question of the day? Yes, I am ready with a question of the day. Okay, share it with, uh, with us. Okay, my question is very simple, but yet very difficult to answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So my question is, are you happy with your current life? Are you happy, happy with your current life? Wow. Okay, that's a very simple question, but hard to answer because yes. uh, most people will say, I'm not happy, I'm not happy. Yeah, so so really, really curious and what is the reason why they are not yes. happy? Are you happy with your current life? That's all, right? Yes, yes, okay. that's all. So the question of the day posted by Nicole is, are you happy with your current life? So I'm really looking forward for those who are watching and for those who are listening. Drop uh, your answers in the comment section. And also, we are really looking forward. And for the next guest, get ready for this question of the day posted by Nicole. And last but not least, any last advice for the mothers who are maybe sitting on the fence thinking whether they should pursue their passion or they should step into entrepreneurship? So any last advice for them, Nicole? Uh, yes, I do have. Um, we have at least another five minutes, right? Can I share yes. a little yep. story then? Definitely, definitely. Okay, so I, I, I'm not too sure whether have you heard of this story called the bucket and the pipeline story. So I'm just going to spend like five minutes or less. Okay, so, um, you know, many years ago, there is a man who lived in a village who carry bucket of water to sell every day. So since the villager needed water, you know, he had the perfect job security, isn't it? Right? Mm, yeah. So to earn more money, all he need to do is to make more trip, right? Yeah. However, one day he fell sick. And he realized that, you know, the moment he stopped carrying bucket, oh. he has no money. After he recovered, he decided to carry, I mean, decided to continue to carry bucket. Okay. But during his spare time, which is evening, because it's dark already, right? He will work on building a pipeline. So what he did was he stayed consistent and persistent. And few years later, he finally finished it. And all he needed to do is just to on the tap in the village. And the water just came, mm. right? He no longer need to carry bucket, right? So he not only built a pipeline of water for the villager, so it's a blessing for the villagers as well. He also created a financial pipeline that allowed him mm. to pursue greater cause and higher purpose in life, all right? So uh, for those aspiring mompreneur, entrepreneur, you know, if you really want to pursue your passion, and still need to hold on to a job. It's okay, you know, to consider setting aside time to build that pipeline. The result can be, the outcome can be uh, rewarding, right? You just yes. need to, yeah, you just need to know your why. Because uh, when you know why, what you're doing, the purpose, okay, you get, you will get things done. Like what I like about uh, Kenneth Book, right? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because uh, Kenneth Book talk about uh, three Ps. Yes. All right. His book talk about balancing motherhood and business uh, with three Ps. So the three Ps is passion. You know, mm, yes. you of course must know your passion. I cannot create the passion for mm. you. Right. You need to know your purpose. Why? Because when the goings get tough, mm. the why will keep you with all Going, the purpose. Yeah. 
will keep you going. Yeah. And then you will then you will ask yourself, okay, I'm doing this for so and so. I'm doing yeah. this for my children or whatever. All right. But of course, the last thing is also very important, uh, which is the profit. Yeah. Right? Profit is very important. If you have no profit, then uh, there's no business to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And if you if you know if you want to know how to have a purpose, you might also want to look into building what we call a vision board. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. The vision board is very <laughs> nice. Yeah, it keeps you going. And yeah, so I think uh that is my main takeaway. Don't be afraid to take the first step mm. because there's always coaches around like Kenneth. <laughs> Thank you. Or any coaches in your field, mm. all right, be it you get this uh, coach information from a book, from an Instagram, from Facebook, there's always a, a, a coach yes. out there for you. Yes. Yeah, you just need to plan your time mm. and the philosophy that I adopt is just do it. Yes. Don't think yes. much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. thanks, thanks, Nicole, uh, for, for sharing this last advice and also to help me to share uh, uh, the, the takeaway from my book. And it's very, very important. Like, like I like the story where you talk about the bucket and also yeah. the pipeline. And that's yeah. where in my book, Mother Industrialist, I talk about how they can create that pipeline. And if not, I will be able to help them to build up that pipeline, which is using the three P's, which is passion, purpose, and profit. And um, and the, the passion part, it has a lot to do with the why. Like for Nicole, Nicole has a very, very strong why. And also she has a very, very huge purpose, which is to empower people with the life skills on, on to healthcare and the last but not least because uh she has um did um did um i would say some testing and also to get some traction and she makes sure that she's profiting before she jump 100 percent into the business and this is like like nicole is already uh one aspiring um uh, uh inspiring mompreneur that you can learn from her but right? she's embodied the three pieces is passion purpose and profit passion comes from her um, solving, uh, being passionate about helping people and the purpose is to help people to get remedy in the natural way. And last but not least, she's profiting it from by educating people, by sharing people the, the benefits of, um, of using essential oils to treat themselves. So, uh, and also thanks for pro promoting uh, my book. And for those who want to, uh, oh, and uh, Nicole says about getting the coach. And for me, uh, a lot of my coaches are books. Like books all around, like like my own book. I have uh people having um books also. I have books over here. I have books over here. So these are all books that you can gain from. They can be your mentor. It need it need not to be uh people that you have to pay them a lot of money. You can just get a book. A lot of intelligence, a lot of knowledge is being shared in the book. And for me, I gain a lot, especially starting business, even doing my creative marketing business, and even for me to set up this. Uh, Facebook live show uh, it's all about reading from books and stuff like that so um, if if any one of you are interested to grab a copy there's a link below in this um, in this um, show in this slide uh, you can see that you grab a copy of mother industrialist now at bit.ly mother industrialist link so uh, for those who are grab a copy uh, you'll be able to uh, have all the bonuses in it and last but not least thanks Nico for making time and thanks for your awesome inspiring story that you share with us i really hope that uh, we could do another session to empower more parents or more people about essential oil maybe in a separate session so thanks a lot nicole and um kenneth here signing off with nicole tay thank you for watching mother industrialist live show and uh, we see you in the next episode thank you very much thank you, thank you see you everybody. bye bye bye, bye nicole bye, bye, -bye.